0: Anywhere in the book. Hey everyone, welcome back to That's Not in the Book. I'm your host, Agent X. I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. Please remember that no AA member, including any guest on this show, including myself, speak for AA as a whole. The only aim of this podcast is to be helpful. Please remember you can get in contact with me or any of my guests at that's not in the book at Hotmail.com. I do check my email now and I do appreciate emails and try to be of service in any way that I can. And I'm just trying to like collect little homies all around the world who are just, you know, reading and live in the big book that are here to help. And so hopefully that is my guest, Darth Sober. And I say, hopefully like there's like, <laughs> I mean, no yeah, pressure, mate, no pressure. But when I said, Hey, I'll see you at uh nine 30 and you're like, all right, I'm going to bring my living sober book. I'm like, that is, that is <laughs> absolutely what we're doing. And I am absolutely. To bring the Russell Brand book instead, because fuck that guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm getting the content of his book slowly tattooed on my torso. (laughs) So next time we get together, I'll be able to show it to you.
0: Next time. After the traditions, we then study Russell Brand's wisdom of how to break tradition 11 and 12.
1: (laughs) Concepts in there somewhere.
0: I fucking kid you not, on Instagram one day. After I was trolling Russell Brand, as I do in my spiritual imperfection, it was yeah. only one comment. It was only like, sir, like, all I did trolling him was just say, like, if you'd like to learn about traditional 11 and 12, I can, mm-hmm. I will fucking take you through, call me, right? So mm-hmm. it was like very spiritually well trolling. It was literally off- <laughs> offering a service. Well intended trolling.
2: World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. My motives
0: are good, as Bill says. So, right. Um, so like then I got um I got the notification for so anytime you're on Instagram, like the algorithm will start spamming you content for sales, mm. right? I mm. fucking kid you not. That man, under his name, is selling the 12-step program. It's like $350, and that he will send you a book about going through the 12 steps. for. But How awful. I swear to God, he's stolen it. And there are people that I love in AA that are fine with him, that they just go to mm. his little talks like he's some guru. And here's the thing is if – If your recovery has a face and a name to it, if you are following someone, that's a cult, okay? So when they say, oh, this AA cult, well, to be a cult, you need a leader, right? You need a face and a name of that. We aren't worshiping Bill W. We aren't fucking Mm. following him. He's a Mm. piece of shit like me. You aren't following me like even my sponsees. Mm. I'm not the power. So if the person that you're following to recover is a person with a face and a name, that's actually a cult,
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> mm,
1: you know, it's so funny because that cult thing comes up so frequently and, and I'm fond of saying, okay, let us be a cult. I'm okay with that. If, if, if what this cult asked me to do has resulted in the life that I have now, fantastic. What could have been the alternatives, right? It could, I could have come to some meeting of Alcox and honest, and they said, step number one, you must now sleep on a bed of nails. Step number Fine. two, you must swallow broken glass. Fine. Step number three, you have to murder a stranger in an okay. alley and you're never going to feel his way, right? I mean, yes. wouldn't we have done just about anything? Yes. So if this is a cult or was cultish, yeah. God bless. I know. know? I always
0: say, if it's a cult, let me wear white tank tops because this is literally my uniform. You know what I mean? Like, I hope we wear white because I was fucked. So when you say (laughs) I'm not joining your cult, like, what are we brainwashed to do? Be of service to other people? That's the whole shtick. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> They tell us not to have sex with each other. That's the opposite of most cults that you watch yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Although, true. by the way, that's not in the book. And as a sponsor, I don't tell you not to get laid for a year. That's fucking insane, right? Like,
1: <laughs> it's not in the book. Yeah, but it's just, it's just going to drive my sponsees to go out and do that. Is my experience. Everything I say don't do, they're just going to go and do. We're so resistant. We're so intolerant. We're so full of our own decision making. That doesn't turn off just because we come in looking for help.
0: Absolutely, and you know, desire and necessity don't equal willingness under any no. circumstance. So, you know, p- uh, when people are like, "Okay, I'll," t- I really want this. I'm like, "Oh, doesn't matter." <laughs> you know, mm. <laughs> I really, I really need this. I'm like, "Oh, doesn't doesn't matter." It's it's whether or not you're willing to do any of this stuff is the real requirement here. You know, like alcoholics are like cockroaches. We just fucking. Suffer, like we will suffer in our own pain. We will just flail around. Everyone's like, Is that bitch dead yet? And I'm like, mm. laying on my back, my feet are still kicking. And I'm like, It's fine, everything's fine. You know, that can happen before we get well and after we get well. I'll tell you what.
1: Like, Absolutely. Uh, I, was, I was thinking about this today. I mean, I think about this a lot the gift of desperation and how I felt when I came in and with the guys that I sponsor. And, you know, in my experience, I run into there's a lot of guys that I meet, newcomers, who want what I have. Mm. So they think. Right. They don't want to do the work to no, get no. it.
0: They want to be gifted it like a fucking puppy. <laughs>
1: exactly. Well, I, I think I've heard you use this expression or, or one of your previous guests. Like, they want the trophy sponsor because I'm the guy who's loud and has lots of personality and sits up at the panel table, the big book,
2: and
1: out of the book, right? Oh my God, I bet if that guy sponsors me, I'm going to automatically get better. Well, no. Right. I cannot give it to you. And I say that when I go to treatment centers a lot, I always punctuate the ending of, you know, sort of badgering them on step one and two for 60 minutes at the end. I say, gosh, I know what it's like to to be in your seat, how you feel right now. I wish I could give you how I felt in my head, my heart, and my gut, because you'd be cartwheeling out of here to work these steps. Like your life depended on it. I can't give that. I I wish I could sell it. it. I wish I could. Bottle it.
0: Oh, in a heartbeat. I'd give it away to be honest. Like, I would give this away for f- fucking fun and for free, but that is what I'm doing. But everyone hates that there's work involved. Where the mm. people who want wealth without work, which is just gift me recovery. And I, it, it's hard. I have had this active addict live with me off and on for the past like few years. And I understand that that mm. sounds crazy. Um, I love her. We have the weirdest relationship, and only people who've mm. like witnessed it because <laughs> she's, as most alcoholics, one of the most amazing people in the world when she's well. Okay. That's all mm. of us, right?
2: Yeah. Of and
0: course. Uh, so she sees on a daily basis the work that I put in to recover. She yeah. She watches. She hears from upstairs the podcast. She hears from upstairs the constant sponsors. She hears, she watches. She's been to meetings with me. She yeah. hears my message. She sees sees this in action. She's been to the meetings I run and she's like, you just like AA more than me. No, the fuck I don't.
1: Yeah. Interesting <laughs> perspective. right? It's, listen, I, I'm all about the gray areas in an easier, softer way. If yeah. there was one that was effective, I'd be on uh, that.
2: But this is
1: the easiest, softest way that i found, which is just working the program recovery. It was so hard at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's, it was a struggle. Like the first year was so tough. Yeah. Everything was different. Everything was awful. Every idea sounded terrible. But I incrementally felt better and it's so much easier to stay sober than to get sober. And like you said a minute ago, mm-hmm. what are we really asked to do now? Help mm. other people. Help what others. Awful existence I lead, <laughs> right? That I help other people to get better.
0: And as a side effect, I witness miracles and joy, and have like a depth of love that I didn't know existed. Me, 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 me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're yes, something. You're very loved.
1: <laughs> and I get my selfish needs met. I'm still that selfish alcoholic that's talked about in page sixty-ish, right? And Absolutely. and I want all of my crazy thoughts and feelings and attitudes to be okay. And they're not, mm-hmm. but I call that newcomer or I take the call and I talk for a little bit. And a hundred times out of a hundred, when the phone is hung up, I feel like a million bucks. So what did I do? I listened to some maniac ramble for a little bit. Yeah. I gave some advice that wasn't even mine. I got to read it and parrot it back.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not my advice. These aren't my fucking pearls of wisdom. I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? But I I understand the process. Today I understand Mm -hmm. the process and I can lead some drunken idiot back to the process, which my sponsor led me, the drunken idiot, to the process. And in Mm. leading another man to the process, which I didn't write, I didn't make up, has like – I, I, I even said it yesterday, I was sitting on a call with one of my sponsors, I was like, I don't want to take your fucking call. I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. I've launched. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, sitting here, looking at your face, dealing with your stupid marital issues, I feel peace. I feel fucking content. I'm not thinking about anything else other than you and God. And I am connected in this mm-hmm. moment, in this hour that I spend with you on this video call. I know God is real. I have evidence of God. In this hour, right? I have evidence of God just sitting here with you, Darth Sober. Sorry, I forgot to introduce you again. I always forget that. <laughs> I seem to end co- start conversations in the middle of them. That's what all my friends say that I do. Whatever. It's this fine. it's
1: effective so far. We can just Ex- roll with that.
0: Acceptance is the answer. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's,
2: <laughs> it's usually
1: not. I thought about that as a moniker, <laughs> Dr. Alcoholic Addict, but I figured you already had one. <laughs> but I just haven't got to that episode yet.
0: That's amazing. So what I was saying, I have no idea. I've totally lost it now. Oh, but I will tell you this. I'll tell you this, which is something I was thinking about this morning was, um, sure, I get this peace and I get serenity and I get evidence Mm. of God. And the way that I say evidence of God is I keep saying this and it might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that the scientific method, how we prove uh, theories into facts Mm. is that If you have a hypothesis and other people who you don't know test it and it becomes Mm. true, then that's a fact. Is that the scientific method? You seem much smarter than me.
1: (laughs) I don't know about that. But yeah, I mean, it's (laughs) like deductive reasoning to prove out a theory or a hypothesis, right? Uh And so, you know, so many of the slogans that we hear in AA meetings drive me crazy, but there's some good truth in some of them. And, you know, there's, there's this one that's, we don't get to choose who carries the message to us, right? The message of recovery oftentimes, and certainly the the, the message of, of the illness. And so, you know, when I'm working with a newcomer or I'm exposed to a newcomer, it, despite my best efforts, you know what I mean? There may be failure because as I know your are fond of saying we're not in the results business, yeah. right? So all I can do is like is to continue to pare it out, tell from my experience. And when I'm working with a newcomer and a sponsee and they want to question everything well do I have to do this do I have to do that is there any way I could leave this out or could we do this in a different order I would say well maybe but not with me you know my analogy I always carry is if I believe this is life or death which I do and I've got to work these 12 steps in the order they're prescribed take another life or death situation and let me know what steps you'd like to skip the next time you're on a plane (laughs) ask the pilot which of the 12 procedures to landing the plane he wants to skip not put the landing gear down. Yeah. No wheels speed. this time.
0: No wheels. <laughs> right now, and, and how's it going to work out? So, you know, the truth for me was I simply, I just did this to prove that it wouldn't work. And mm-hmm. so me and you who have never, ever, ever met before this moment, you know, I, I know within a couple words whether or not you've read the same book I did. But not read it, actually are putting the shit into practice. So I just don't see how that's not proof of of a solution to alcoholism, a. But second, I don't know. Do you claim your own recovery? Because I don't. I I am not keeping myself sober today. Are Hell you? no. Right. Hell no.
1: Hell no. I felt so <laughs> awful when mm. I first came in the meetings, and I was thinking about this earlier today too. was trying to anticipate any which way the, the conversation could go. You know what my experience was. I was thinking that when I came in, what really resonated with me is. People, and I didn't quite grasp it all. I didn't quite understand the allergy of the body, and I didn't quite understand the mental obsession. I mean, at a very superficial level, as it was explained to me. But what I really related to was the spiritual malady. And I didn't understand those words in the content in the book, but being in the meetings and listening to everybody talk about how I suffered, I thought uniquely, Mm -hmm. all my crazy thoughts, having arguments with myself in my head, I felt miserable every morning and woke up and said, oh God, not again, meaning I had to go through life again. I felt so awful, and I heard everybody else in these meetings talk about how they used to feel the same way and mm. they didn't anymore, and whether or not they were lying, I didn't care because they were being convincing if they were. Mm. You know <clears throat> And so I got to this point that, wow, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you had this sort of continuous dry time, but I started thinking better, I started feeling better, I started reacting better, and I tried to change it my own. I could never do it, something no. bigger than me. Some god, higher power, you know, creative intelligence. I don't care. I don't even really try to define or think about it because the book tells me that, too, right? Is inadequate my conception at the beginning, and it's still inadequate. I say to all the time, is it a guy with a flowing white beard on a cloud? Maybe. I don't care. I just know it ain't me, and there's something bigger, and he saved my ass, right? I had that vital spiritual experience. Page 27. It's probably my favorite page in the book because I could just so relate. Everything inside was so twisted and, you know, just shot through with evil and rot. Don't think bigger than me, help me. Save my life. Mm. Save my life. I'm not, I'm
0: not i n- I'm not willing sobriety. I'm not choosing sobriety. I'm not thinking about sobriety anymore. Uh being sober yeah. is something that's happened to me almost against my will. I just was willing to take all the actions that aren't fun, you know, that things I don't want to do. And then as a side effect, I have become sober and remained sober but the central fact of my existence the mm. the reason that i keep trudging this fucking road it, today mm. i'm not gonna lie i was crying in the bathroom before uh we got on here i was like <laughs> fuck my makeup okay. looks good you know pat my little <laughs> eyes um the central fact of my life you know even when i'm in tears even when shit is going wrong it's like Are you sober right now? Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing that? Fuck no. So maybe God's real. Okay. You know, like, like I understand that that's me, like, kind of willing. It's willing myself back to God sometimes, and I Mm -hmm. do do that. You know, I do will myself back to God. But I'll put it out there this way, is, like, one of the gifts of long-term recovery is that this, cent- this uh, sixth sense that I have today mm. that's promised, yeah. you know, this vital sixth yeah. sense kind of looks like I still suffer. I still go through pain. I still have a – I have a fucking like just brokenhearted at the moment. And um, mm. But at the same time, there's something that happens during calamity right now where it's like – In my heart, I know it's going to be fine. Even if my head's like, fuck, you know, (laughs) like, Mm, burn your house down. (laughs) Things are terrible. This can't go right. So my ego can't make a a long-term picture of a situation that doesn't turn out badly is what I see. Like, I I, I get hit with a calamity and Agent X will write the rest of the story out. And it never, ever, (laughs) ever ends well. It doesn't. We're all dead. You know, we've died. We've all died many times. But in my heart today, because I have all this evidence and experience of God, I have evidence of God today, not just faith. I'm not a woman mm. of faith. That is not what mm. I describe myself. I'm a woman of a lot of evidence of God that even though things will happen or I'm crying in the bathroom, like I can, I have this evidence of God and a sixth sense that everything's going to be fine, even if I don't think so. And that's new. That's not the way I used to live.
1: No, hell no. Everything hell no. my no, I had two I had two tools to getting through life. Out think or out muscle. Right? If I ran into somebody smarter in a bar or something, I'd kick his ass. I'd start a physical I'll just fight. fight right? you. I, yes,
2: I'll fight. Yeah, you. if I ran into a
1: bigger <laughs> guy, I'd use my Jedi Mind Trick, talk my way out of it. Yeah. You know? And one of my many terrible jokes is that worked. Thank God I never ran into like a football player from Harvard.
2: Yeah. Right? Because then it would
1: have been proper fuck. Yeah. But um part of what I hear you talking about it feels like like that grace of God, because we stay, I stay committed to Him. I get that pause. You know, I think about pause when agitated or doubtful. And I think a lot of times when we talk about it, it's like that's direction to me. Hey, David, when you're agitated or doubtful, why don't you pause? Or maybe it's like, hey, David, here's a promise. When you're agitated or doubtful, God is going to pause you. Hmm. And then I'm going to have the moment to say, all right, I'm agitated. I cannot think or out muscle. How's that going to work for me? Or I can say a prayer. Maybe you can get on the phone and call somebody else and say, hey, let's talk. Sometimes I spill my stuff, but usually I call someone who I know has got it worse than me because, again, then I'm going to feel better. You know, my, my direction of my sponsees when they call me is, like, did you call anybody else new? Yeah. Call them then see if you still want to call me. Call me back. And most of the time, they don't. They text me and say, I'm good. Right? So I don't try to burden my sponsor. He's got better things to do than listen to me complain about my problems as you
0: I've been looking a lot. And just kind of like it's been popping out a lot. How many times after step nine, the direction Mm. in recovery is to pause. And it's actually Mm. laid out a bunch of times in a bunch of different ways that, um, you know, what I was telling someone yesterday was for me, when we look at the word meditation, that's not me sitting on a rock saying, oh, for me, (laughs) my meditation practice today looks like the pause when mm. agitated, where I invite God in. So mm. this space of seeking God is my meditation today, whether that is on my knees in my closet. I always talk about my closet. I have a fucking amazing closet, okay? Like either I can lay down and okay. cry in there. I can meditate in there. It's just fantastic. It, my I believe know- that's
1: one of the promises in the book, <laughs> right? A fucking amazing closet. It's, it's like an 11-step promise. It's later, right? Maybe 12-step.
0: Right. I I'm not the female who has a bunch of like fancy clothes. Literally, I wear mm. tank tops. I have like I'm not kidding. I have 35 white tank tops. I fucking love them. Man, I, was this, I, say 50, I look amazing. So wasn't, okay. yeah, wasn't <laughs> far off. Okay, but the space of the closet is amazing. Um, <laughs> with sometimes my meditation looks like pausing to uh, be on my knees in my closet to ask God to meditate with me to like be still and know that I I am with you. Like this, you know, yeah. beautiful, spacious, quiet meditation. But what I'm doing is I'm seeking God in that moment. Okay. So that little moment is the meditation. But today I read step 11 is that I have access to meditate all throughout the day, which simply mm. looks like the pause and mm-hmm. asking God in. In step 10, it says to me, you know, you're going to be resentful, selfish, dishonest, and and fearful. Yeah. You're a human. When.
2: You're a human. If. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah.
0: human. You're still going to be fucking agitated. Look around. There's plenty of things to be agitated about, you know, Right. Uh, we, aren't, we aren't offered floating lives through, through this human experience. What we're offered, though, is the ability, when agitated, to pause and invite God in. It says, ask mm. God to remove the shit immediately. Do I? No. Yeah, right. I gotta fuck around with it first. I gotta think through this, you know. I gotta fight yeah. myself and I gotta fight you and I gotta fucking make it worse and I gotta like fuck around with it. But today, well, not always, not always. Sometimes I can stop, pause when i agitated uh, and I got in, and that is meditation.
1: Well, sometimes I want to go back to those, you know, those, some of those lifelong con- conceptions that I carried until I got recovered, mm-hmm. right? And it, it's trite and it's slogany, but those areas of romance and finance, or heard somebody recently say of sex and checks, which I thought was even better. Mm -hmm. But you know, yeah, I roll for sure. But you know, those are the areas in which I am convinced on a regular basis that God can't do better than me. He doesn't know how to run my marriage. He doesn't know how to run my business, right? Mm -hmm. Which is nonsense. But those are the areas that I wanted to take back the most. And so you know, you're talking about the pause and the sort of um, contemplation and the interaction with God. Mm. Those are some areas that I've got to, you know, a little bit more heavy handedly give to him because I want to still feel like I've got all the answers or all the power. You yeah. Know?
0: You know, over the years, I always like to talk about the steps three experience. The first one that we have, all we are prepared to give to God is alcohol because we don't have any evidence of God, right? Like, all right, God, you fucking take this. Let's see. Go. You know, I'm dying. Sure. I have nothing to lose here. So we're going to try this step three experience with alcohol. Lo and behold, you work the rest of the steps and it works. All of a sudden, this mm. problem has been removed from you. You know goddamn well you didn't do it. And then I'm like, cool. I'm just going to walk around trusting God the rest of my life. <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> not what has happened. Right. You know, um, all of a sudden there's more problems. There's more adversity. There's more things that I want to run the show. The problem is too small for God. You know, don't worry. I'll just fucking take this one, mate, you know, like, or too big for God. There's no way in fuck that God is going to save our house. You know, there's no way in hell God's going to save my marriage. There's no way in hell God's going to save my son. And then, um... So I got to fight it a little bit, you know, people Mm -hmm. bring up all the time. They're like, well, how do I know what's God's will? And like, I got to put action in, but what action? And Mm. oh, I hate to just be the old timer because I'm not even a little bit of an old timer, but what my evidence is is a lot of the time the answer is do nothing help the drunk in front of you do nothing you're not needed god does not need your assistance he needs you to go do your job which is delivering the message of alcoholics anonymous and staying sober by doing that he doesn't need your input and that sucks for a person like me i'm a strong-ass independent fucking woman snap snap you know what i mean i have a huge brain i'm very smart
1: right very fucking
0: spiky
2: I'm becoming yeah,
1: give less. it all in seven. I cannot differentiate. Still, you know, even though I've done the work and I work hard to stay close to God, do I really always know my assets from my liabilities? No way. No way. I, I you know, I think I've got this fantasy that maybe sometime, like right around the time of my death, I've got to that own state, you know, where I'm like this ascetic and everything's so clear and I'm so fully enlightened. Everyone that, likes that hasn't me. happened to me yet. Yeah, and, and no one, no one. By the way. Neither the book nor anybody else I've met has ever promised me that. You know, what oh. they have said is if, if, if you continue to do the work, you're going to continue to feel pretty good. And yeah, life's going to suck at times. People are going to lose jobs, right? We're going to have economic insecurity. We're going to have problems in our relationships. People we love are going to die. This is just life. Mm. And so the question is, do I want to handle life as it comes at me? Or do I want to be fucked up when it comes at me? Or do I want to be embittered and have all those nasty thoughts, feelings, and reactions to it? And, no. No. I, I want to have as much spiritual armor surrounding me as I can for when the shit hits the fan.
2: Hmm.
0: And I when I feel like we still are indoctrinated, everybody, to, to feel like that means a certain thing and that I need to behave hmm. in a certain way for God to accept me and be a part of my life. And I feel like I'm the best person to disprove that. That mm. that so I've been fucking around and I've found out. That's why I'm in tears. Okay. Like I did something that mm. at the time I go, Well, this isn't right, but this mm. feels fantastic, you know? Mm. So it must be God's will. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. PS it fucking wasn't, you know, here I am, all in pain. Um, but the truth is, is like. Throughout the experience, I knew God was still there. I knew that just because I was fucking around, God wasn't like, well, now you have sinned and we are no longer, you are now going to hell, Agent X. No, absolutely. My my higher power doesn't punish me. And sometimes I go back to if I don't behave right, my higher power is punishing me. My God does not create my consequences. My disconnecting from him does. However, I set my balls rolling. I keep my balls rolling. This ball I kicked, ran in front of, laid down, and watched it as it smashed me in my face. And then I was like, God, why'd you do that? Just kidding. I didn't do
2: that. Yeah, it's
1: very easy for me to believe God is signing off on my behavior. Whether it's in the moment, later, or before I do it,
2: yeah. right? And the, and
1: the book's got language around this that talks about, you know, sort of being new to prayer and meditation, be careful what you think you hear. I'm paraphrasing, right? Because you're new to this and you might yes. get an errant message, which is really me telling myself what I want to hear. Yes, and, and, it and says justifying I'm, it. Yeah, it says when you're sort of new and inexperienced at this, I've been doing this a long time. I can still do it just as quickly,
2: Yeah.
1: right? Like, I just, I don't... My wife... And, um, he's also been sober uh, for a long time. I'm Darth sober. She'd be like queen Amidala sober, awesome. right? Her, one of her slogans, she likes to bust out. is, I can't stay clean on Monday shower. Like yeah. stuff that I did in the past that got me presentable today is not going to help me come Friday. No, right. I have got to keep renewing it. And if I'm tirelessly and consistently and continuously doing all the work, I've got less of a chance that I'm going to go astray. Yeah but I'm always going to go mm-hmm. astray a little bit. You know, the question Thanks. is how far down will I go before I stop Tap to out. attend?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Stop That's to attend.
1: Said, yeah. yeah. Ask for God for some help and, mm-hmm. and turn my thoughts to somebody else and get out of my craziness.
0: But this is a gift. This isn't a punishment. But again, like you want the trophy sponsor. Mm. If I'm stealing that. Thank you very much in my pocket. It's the trophy sponsor that you think that, that I get a free day right? Like, well, X uh, yeah. must have free time from God and working the principles. I don't. I don't have a fucking single day that I don't have to do something AA and God related. I, I am so, uh, like, like, oh, but sure. you'll hear sponsees, oh, well, I went to two meetings this week, and I spoke with a newcomer yesterday. I'm like, why do you think I only put effort into Uh, Alcoholics Anonymous three days a week, I only go to one meeting a week because I don't have meeting-based sobriety and I don't need Mm. you, okay? And I don't preach meeting-based sobriety. I think until you have a step nine experience, you better get your ass to a fucking meeting. You have no mental defense against drinking. You better fucking live there. You better go find a back room to sleep in in an AA meeting until, right? You do Mm -hmm. need to go to AA meetings. That's not what I'm saying, but but mm. I have so many sponsees that I'm spending two hours a day helping people. Mm. That's what AA's asking me to do. But why do we think that I'm fucking special like like you're special and don't need to actually put in this effort that I put in? I'm not and I tell my sponsees, I'm like, You're lovely. Well, some of them. I don't like everyone I sponsor. You're lovely, no. but I wouldn't choose to sit on this meeting and listen to your marital problems. Like, <laughs> like I prefer to be out. I prefer to hang out with my cats and watch TV. But this is my (sighs) spiritual growth, right? This is how I stay happy, joyous, and free. So why do why why do people try to be the exception to the rule? It doesn't matter that I'm sponsoring you. My sponsor is not why I'm well. (laughs) That poor. Thank you, Becca, for saving my fucking ass. But like, Mm. he gave me one percent of my recovery. One percent. Ninety nine percent of me fucking being happy, joyous, and free has nothing to do with her. It's because of my own effort. Duh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> when mm. you say it out loud, duh.
1: <laughs> well, into action, right? Into action, doing what? Working the steps, getting to God, right? And then He's going to fix us. He's going to solve all my problems. I mm-hmm. mean, I really believe that. It was my experience, and it sounds the thing. It sounds so hokey. Like every time I'm talking to a newcomer about it, I'm like, I know this sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. Right, and it should because it sure as hell did to me. Yeah, it sounds stupid. Question is, yeah, it sounds stupid. <laughs> so, higher power, what? That's not how we went through life. We went through life out thinking or out muscling or out swindling or any of these other things that were ineffective. So, yeah. my question just always is, and it was my experience, how are things going for you? Yeah. As we're sitting here in treatment center, are your personal problems piling up? I, lo- I do show of hands. We go through the developments. You know, are you having per- problems with personal relationship? a couple people? You know, you're feeling fear, misery, blah, blah, the whole, you know, everything's 52. And you get a smattering your hands. I'm like, guys, things aren't going well for you. Right. You're sitting in a fucking treatment center. So let's yeah. get real. The, the, your best efforts got you here. So why don't you try something else? Like I said earlier, what if the solution was. Swallowing glass, murdering a stranger in an alley, sleeping, you know what I mean, walking on hot coals. Wouldn't we consider it because it's something we hadn't tried and someone was promising us salvation?
0: And it's not like we didn't try weird ass shit to get well. I remember doing colonics at what point, thinking that was like, that was awful. First of all, I don't know (laughs) what I thought. I thought, like, maybe this juice fast was going to set me back on a path to drink right. Like, I don't. I don't know. I tried all these insane things to get sober. Why would I not just try a 12 step program that my that agent X and Darth Sober fucking mm. followed that seems to have worked for them. I don't know because it's hard. Because it's not fun. Because I don't like it. You know, that's why. That's why. But I was drinking myself to death and I had to prove that it wouldn't work. And, you know, if you're listening, you have permission to disprove this by just replicating it. Just tell me it doesn't work. Prove me wrong. Be like, I fucking have six sponsors I pray to God. I fucking do a written 10 step or 11 step at night. You know, I told the truth in step five. I paid my financial amends back. Mm. I fucking chair three meetings and I have like a list of fucking people I help and I do some H&I's. You tell Mm. me that you aren't happy, joyous, and free and sober. Fuck off. You've never done it. I went to AA it didn't work for me. No, you didn't. No, you fucking didn't. And I understand the way that I talk is spiky sometimes because it's direct, but I'm here for the ones who are dying of this, that are hearing things like, you got this and fucking keep coming back. Keep coming back where? Why? Tell them why. Mm. Tell them they have no mental defense against staying sober for a single fucking day. Tell them the illness they're suffering from is progressive. It's terminal. We're gonna die of this shit if we have it. You know, this isn't a race, sir. Yeah, the fuck it the is. The fuck it isn't. I can't <laughs> stay sober till 10 a.m. Don't tell me I'm not in a race to save my life. That shit is wild. Ooh, mm. that makes me excited when you agree with me. How
1: long yeah, did it well, take? Well, we're talking about disproving this, and I brought up, you know, we don't get to choose who carries the message. And the thought I didn't complete is that. When somebody comes in and wants to do it differently or they don't want to do it all, and then they go back out or they die, which sadly happens
2: frequently enough,
1: someone I know or someone that somebody knows, they're carrying the message back that says, this shit's for real. Mm -hmm. We've got a guaranteed solution. And when am I on board with a guaranteed solution? When someone gives me that adequate presentation of the program, right, our chief Mm -hmm. responsibility. I love Mm -hmm. Bill said that, which is really, in my opinion, Make sure they fucking understand step one and let them come around to step two. If they're all in on step one and they are starting to be willing to a tiny bit, tiny little smidge, believe in step two, then we got something that we can move on. But if they're not, I I don't have anything for you. I don't have a half measures program. I will be here. I will take you through one and two again. But that's all I got.
2: Yeah. So you're ready to go to three.
0: There's nothing fucking else here? I got nothing else for you. And so people are like, oh, you, you know, you're the way you talk fuck off okay like i the way that i am do you know it took me so many years to build my confidence my my message has not changed since 30 days sober it has always yeah. been i was going to die people i just did this work and something happened to me and my problem's been removed and i will help you that's my only message it's always stayed the same i'm just more articulate and not so offensive but it's still offensive because the, the having a solution to alcoholism if you don't yet sounds Offensive. Mm. It sounds fucked up.
1: Well, and, and here's what I have. If you if if you would like my help, I will help you work the program recovery, mm-hmm. as outlined in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. If you have a problem with alcohol or other substances, and you would like an alternative way to try mm-hmm. to stop doing that, I can't help you with that. You are yeah. welcome. If you would like to go somewhere and meet with other people who have drinking and drug problems and you want to talk about the bad day and your cat died and all those things, God bless. Create a new fellowship. Please don't call it Alcoholics Anonymous. Go and do get the help you need. Yeah. But if you want my help as a member of AA, yeah. you must come and you must do what I do or don't. But this or is all no? I got. This, yeah, there's one item on the menu. That's it.
0: I will say out loud with all of the surety of fucking two plus two equals four that I mm. am an accurate representation of the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. Bam. Okay. Like, wow. that's processing ego, that. Yes. The fucking ego to say that. Yeah. I am an accurate representation of the program. I am not an exception mm. to the rule. I understand alcoholism and I understand step one. So yeah. that means that I understand what the illness is and and what's wrong with AA? Everyone has an opinion. My opinion is that we aren't giving an accurate representation of what the problem is. We you go yeah. to meetings and you don't hear what alcoholism is. So I I in my shares, I will go through what the symptoms, the two symptoms of alcoholism. I will whether you like it or not, or you heard it yesterday. Mm. And if I don't understand what alcoholism is. I'm not going to be open or receptive to any of the other steps. Therefore, am I, I'm not going to live in the solution, which is one alcoholic and then helping another alcoholic. You can't, if you don't understand someone, you can't do any of the other stuff. So, um, Today, I am an accurate, just today, just today, mm. I've already prayed, uh, I have to make an amend today, I'm living in step 10 already, and it's already 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm doing something mm. with you to be of service to the other alcoholic. I've already ticked the boxes to be an accurate representation of a daily program of action. What? Mm. now? I'm not making it up. These aren't Agent X's ideas. I didn't fucking no. write out some super specific program. My fingerprints are not on this day at all, actually. Mm. so
1: And thank God you didn't have to figure this out. Yeah, because I couldn't. Right? Yeah. people. Nobody like, needs oh, my opinion. No Nobody needs my slant. They just need me anything. to be another person. No, just they need me everybody, AA needs me to just keep doing the same thing as, as everything else. And you, you made me think that, you know, in carrying the message, I always feel this, like when I go to treatment centers and talk and so frequently at the end, someone will come up afterwards and be like, oh my God, you know, I've been in 28 treatments or I've been to, you know, a thousand meetings and I've never heard anybody explain the illness, the physical and the mental and the, and the spiritual. And they're like, and I always think like, I'm elated that they heard it, but then I'm like, what is going on? Because all I'm doing is talking about what's in here that's been around for 87 years, right? Or I remember in 1939, I was told there'd be no math. But the point is, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Why didn't anybody else do this before? Now, does that mean that that guy's going to cartwheel out of there and work the steps? No, no. but at least he heard the message. And, and so the, this is just in a treatment center. Sadly, I often feel defeated that it's an uphill slog we're on. I was going to say journey. I know you hate that. <laughs> Where I go to a meeting and these meetings are not talking about alcohol. Synonymous. They're not talking about the program recovery in the book. Somebody comes in and they're desperately afraid they're going to drink that night. Yeah. And all everybody wants to do is tell them what all the drinking they did before they showed up. to The and to
0: keep coming back to a meeting tomorrow and to not drink that day. But I, I didn't have the luxury of not drinking the whole day. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't stay sober for a full day. I keep trying that every morning, right? So, yeah, I just I hate a day at a time. I don't understand how a newcomer cannot misconstrue that as I, Agent X. I'm sitting here a day at a time, being well, sober. I'm not.
1: I mean, don't drink and go to meetings sounds like really good advice for someone for about a week, but yeah. then what, right? If they don't get into the steps, if they don't get that step one message, if they don't start to get into step two, how, are, how long are they going to be able to white knuckle? Not very long. And, and so you talked about, you know, sort of getting to step nine and spiritual awakening. And, and I'm a big believer that, you know, and, and week gnostics talks about this a lot, pages 45 to 46, it's like four times in basically, you know, a page where it says just be willing a tiny yeah. bit, and mm. you're going to be on your way. And to Correct me, the what they're talking about being on my way is I'm on my way to the spiritual awakening. If I don't get spiritually woke until step 12, I'm going to drink along the way. Yeah. But if I work, 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 action, 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 my spiritual awakening is going to widen. It's unavoidable. It's right. Promised. When I wrote that final column.
0: fail. Yes. Absolutely. When yeah. I wrote that final column of my
1: fourth step. Yeah, totally. Like this is, we see the results in action. Right? When I'm able to identify all my selfishness and self-seeking, and things like that, and then talk to somebody about it in the fifth step, is evolving into a whole new person. Oh, we're going to actually open the book. Oh,
0: I'm motherfucking fun in this shit because. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to what me and you are reading, but I was thinking about where it's saying the, you know, your willingness is being all that's needed. And that is beginning to have your spiritual experience because people like me aren't willing to do fucking shit that doesn't feel good. And that's kind of where I came to here was like, I was willing to do things I didn't want to do. And today as a recovered person, I am still actively willing to do things that I don't want to. And uh, so when people think that people like me and you that are just, we know what the book says and we we act on those things, you know, that we just love it, it's it's not at all true. Um, I'm willing. And it says, so is this the first time I wonder that it says about um, this promise of willingness? It was on page 55, the thought that I was thinking. Oh. We, we can Thanks. we can only clear the ground a bit. If our testimony helps sweep away prejudice, enables you to think honestly, encourages you to search diligently within yourself, then if you wish you can join us on the broad highway. With this mm. attitude, you cannot mm-hmm. fail. The consciousness of your belief is sure to come. So it's saying by now, you don't have a consciousness of your belief. Don't fucking worry about it. Oh, I can't do it. I have a step right. three problem. Bitch, we all have a God problem. What are you talking about? And we're not <laughs> making you come to step three with God. As of today, I don't have a conception of God. And I I get that's a weird, terrible thing to say. I am, I don't have a, a visual or intellectual conception of God. I am mm. connected to a power greater than myself and it mm. doesn't fucking matter what that is. I believe that what the face and name I give to God is the yeah. least important part of this whole process and completely irrelevant. irrelevant.
2: irrelevant. Yeah.
0: It's the same melody singing from all the instruments that you choose to put out of it, right? It, Absolutely. It, it's the same fucking God. It doesn't matter. Whatever makes you comfortable. And so over time, my conception of God has actually decreased. What is that? I don't fucking know. It's not me. You don't want this to be not, not me, you know?
1: That's really the beginning. Right. And that's what somebody asked me. One of the guys who was so instrumental in helping me understand things early on. And I said, uh, you know, like everybody, like, I don't know about this God thing, da, da da Very early on, first week or two, he looked at me. He's a big, tall, six foot four Icelandic guy. He said, Are you God? And I said, No. He no. said, Good. And that was it. Conversation it. was over.
2: Right?
0: If I understand the crux of my problem, the crux of my problem is a mind that cannot choose abstinence. Under any circumstances, no matter what the consequences of my drunkenness are or the rewards I will get for abstinence, I have a mind that can't choose it and can't will abstinence. That is my real problem. I'm going to drink myself to death. That's it. That's the short and long of it. I can't choose abstinence. So if that's the real problem and no human power or pill or um, doctor or rehab or any of the fucking colonic has Mm. fixed My mind that cannot will abstinence, then I really need to find a power that can do that for me. So cool. I agree. I agree. I do need to find a power. And then we go, cool fucking story, bro. That's what this book is about. And then I take you through the fucking (laughs) book where it shows you what it's about. Right? That's it.
1: That's That's it. That's yeah, it's, it's, it's making that leap if somebody wants to reach out their hand and say, just let me explain how this works. Because, by the way, the whole drinking myself to death was pretty appealing, right? The, the, yeah. the, the, the option at the bottom of page 25, blotting out my intolerable uh-huh. situation best I can. It had not, I was doing that. That is the path I was on. I used to say when I was all fucked up and partying, like, oh my God, why are you doing so much of that? How are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to be dead by I'm 30. Yeah. Half joking. And I got sober late in my 30th year. It's like, oh, now what? Mm-hmm. Right? And circumstances, because I, had already, I was already heading to nowhere. I didn't want spiritual help. I didn't want help at all. I didn't think it was possible. I thought mm-hmm. it was terminally unique. But circumstances, so 12 and 12, right? And the third step talked about no moral virtue, right? That drives me into AA. A, A, A. It's some circumstance, something external. It's not my problem.
0: Does it say that, that motivates the, 12th, me. the 12 and 12, well, no moral virtue? This, Fuck, yeah, so it, I like that. I, I can
1: I can paraphrase a little bit. It's basically in the third, seven, twelve, and twelve. It says so. It is by circumstance rather than by any moral virtue yeah. that we're driven into AA, have acquired the rudiments of faith, and then something else I can't recall. You know, but it's so apt, right? It was being yeah. in handcuffs, right, trying to sweet talk a cop, having my moment of clarity, which was like, oh my god, I'm thirty and I'm in handcuffs. Nothing has changed in the last ten years since I was twenty, and oh my god. Am I going to be in handcuffs when I'm 40? Yeah. Right? It was my moment. Fucked up, drunk, high, coked to the gills, coming out of a strip club, unemployed for three months. I would say it's like a bad after school special, mm. right? But it was all these circumstances, you know, and then it was like, okay, maybe I've got a problem. Maybe. You no, know, yeah. but that was it. It's just to get started.
0: Mine was as well. The moment of clarity coming home after being arrested in front of my children, you know, hung over mm. at six in the morning. And it was just this little moment of like maybe alcohol is a problem. (laughs) Mm,
2: Maybe. Maybe maybe
0: we do have a problem. Maybe we should go back to AA and just fucking listen this time, you know? Because I came before I was ready as well, as a lot of people did. And I Mm. loved the attention, you know? I just loved people acting like they cared cared about me. And I just took and took and took and took. And it's so counterintuitive, this fucking program, because the world tells you that to take to be happy, take to get better, take validation, take money, take – Sex, take everything to be better. And, you know, AA's like, or just fucking stop your wants, drop your wants. Oh, my God. A fucking older sober member told me this. She goes.
2: All that her. attention,
1: though. Ugh, when yeah, you come she... in. Oh, my God. The, the ego catering. I, one of my sponsees, we were talking to a new guy. And he said to, him, to the newcomer, oh, you're the most important person in this room. And yeah. I said afterwards, I'm like, why did you say that to him? And he's like, well, I just heard other people say it at meetings. I'm like, maybe you should stop saying that.
0: So it was really cute. Someone said that and I very like with my hand on my forehead. I was like, oh, I'm not. And the woman next to me reaches over and she goes, it's not a good thing. And I was like, oh,
2: oh, okay. (laughs)
0: Right on, Amanda, right on. She fucking cut my ego right down. She goes, oh, it's not a good thing. We need you to live. We don't care what happens to you. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. We're going to like uh, work our spiritual path with you, but not in the result business. Bitch, you might die. We don't know. <laughs> the newcomers are the most important person in the room. And, and I think that a lot of unwell people helped get me well. And I know that mm. for a fact, because looking mm, back of now, there's this 37-year sober guy that I used to sit next to because I thought that he was fucking well. So I'd sit next to him. And then now today I look at his Facebook page and I'm all, this man has never read a fucking big book in his life. You know, yeah, he's never yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about, sir? And yeah. um, that was a lot of the people. And I needed that yeah. love and I needed that care and I needed that attention. And I even needed to be objectified and tried, you know, I needed all that shit that I see now as wildly unhealthy, but it did work to keep me around. I was just graced by, um, a recovered woman, armed with the big book and facts about herself, like yeah,
1: you you were. Oh. There's, there's no question. You know, my experience is different, and, and a lot of your other guests, and a lot of people that I know in recovery who didn't have that experience. You know, I I had a very middle of the road solution for probably the first five years or so, that which is was most heavy on fellowships, yeah. right? Yeah, heavy <laughs> on is. meetings. And listen, a lot of people who are healthy, they seem healthy, to spend a lot of time with. I got sober in downtown Chicago, so downtown meetings thousands of meetings and so much fellowship and so much going for coffee and meals and all this stuff. And it was good for a while, but man, around five years, I got like this itch. And I was like, there should be something more. And I remember like, I, I always was into the big book, not to the extent that I am now. You can talk about the gifts from COVID, but we can come back to that. And I went, I got a new sponsor. He was the husband of my wife's sponsor. So they'd both been sober a long time. And I said, I really want someone I can study the big book with. And he's like, "Yeah." You probably had to go to a big book meeting so That was this message to me and i was like it is not exactly what i was hoping to get from you thank you yeah you know but then it was like a whole long line of trying to find a sponsor somebody who could would get into the book with me and eventually you know i got it and i sponsored now it's so like you'd love him he's covered in tattoos he's like a retired like machinist mechanical guy who worked in chicago public schools forever and how about this he lives two doors down from me. Oh, my right? God. I know. Right. It's so amazing. amazing. So if I haven't talked to him a while or if he hasn't heard from me, he's like, hey, let's get together for a coffee. And we just wander, you know, 200 feet. You yeah. know, It's, it's amazing. And, and, now, and he's by no means a thumper, but his command of the book is so perfect. Like He yeah. just always knows when to, in, you know, inject it and bring it into a comment. And it's so enviable how he does that because I know I come uh, off too heavy handed sometimes. You know, and there's there's a skill, I think, to delivering that delivering the message in the way that people can hear it. Because, again, let's not kid ourselves. When I came in, I was not open to the message immediately. I was just looking for help stopping doing what I thought were heavy drugs. There was no way in hell I was going to stop drinking. My first meeting I went to was in is in N.A. because I'm like, well, I got to stop with the Coke and the pills and all this. But there's no way I'm not going to drink. Yeah, I'm not going to watch football and drink beer. I'm not going to get there with my buddies. But then some truths were pointed out to me. Thank God. By the end of the first week, and I was like, all right, I better go to AA meetings, too.
0: So the reason that I don't agree that the delivery needs to change with people is, for one, I feel like each person is here for someone. And so just because the way I deliver my message doesn't work for everybody, but strangely yeah. it works for a lot of yeah. fucking people. And then some yeah. people who are more like pat you on the head kindness, mm. it works for a lot of people too. And we can't all have the same delivery and message. People love oh, to sure. tell me how to share in meetings. They fucking, every time I've come to anyone with like my sobriety or more they rebuttal whatever I'm coming to you with with how I should share in meetings. I swear to God, it's like they're mm. just waiting for me to come to them so they can tell me how to share in meetings. I am plenty a of very, you go to go around. <laughs> I am a very effective alcoholic.
1: Yeah, for the people
0: that want what I have that they need, of course, more, right? Of
2: course, yeah. And
0: and so they always have. Even when I was spikier, when I was spikier, I was more attractive to people. I swear to God, like like mm. I had. Double the sponsees when I was fucking angry, Agent X. Mm. I Mm. did. So now that I'm. That makes you relatable.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Makes you relatable, right? Because we all come in so angry like that. And like, wow, this broad hasn't drank in a long time and she's angry just like me. Just like me. I want me. what she has. I want that. Right? Exactly. Yeah,
0: of course. Exactly. And then today, you know, even being me all tattooy and stuff, my delivery is different. I got a new sponsor yesterday. She must be like seven in her 70s. You know what I mean? Initially, mm, visually, I don't think cool. she would pick me. Well, I actually yeah. have multiple sponsors in their 70s, but I don't think visually you nice. would pick me out to be your sponsor. My deli- my delivery today is a little bit more palatable, but it's exactly mm. the same. And that mm. happens as a side effect. We don't get to skip any of this. We don't get to skip the evangelical phase, and we don't get to skip mm. the not ready to hear the message part. We don't get to skip mm. the trying other fellowships parts. Yeah. What I have now is just a compassion. For like yeah. more of a compassion for like you can flail around all you want. Mm. When you are ready, let's hope that there's beacons in the meeting that you're at for when you are, right?
1: Well, that's that's my question to you. Are there limits to the compassion, right? Or yeah. is it open-ended? Mm.
0: Well, here's my – oh, this is perfect answer. My son is an active alcoholic. Everyone knows this. He's been yeah. missing for seven days again. It's a fucking oh my gosh. joy. A joy. I'm
1: feeling yeah.
2: great.
0: Um, and I'm part of this uh group of parents of drug addicted yeah. children because it's a very yeah. special niche. Please don't join this niche. But here we are, and she goes, How the fuck am I supposed to look at alcoholism as an illness when it hurts me so much? And Mm. I said, baby, we look at alcoholism as an illness as you don't choose it. I didn't choose to have alcoholism. My son didn't choose to have this life. And you don't choose Mm. to have cancer. And you don't choose to be a gambler. And you don't choose to be morbidly obese. You don't choose to be fucking sex addicted. You don't choose it. But as a person who is affected by alcoholics, I get to have boundaries as to what Mm. I will and will not accept. And so Mm. those are my sponsorship boundaries. That's my. Alan mm-hmm. on armor as a friend yeah. calls it. Okay. So when I walk Absolutely. into a meeting, I have compassion to allow you to do and what you say in any way you want and not have it affect me, but that's not going to change my delivery or who I am or who I'm here to help or to tell you the mm-hmm. truth either. You know, yeah. like alcoholism is terminal and progressive. You're probably going to yeah. fucking die if you want it. The 12 steps are the only thing offered in AA to resolve that. If you don't want to do that. Okay. Salute. Come back if you do.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that, and and because I think what happens when I try to modify my message is I feel inauthentic, Amen. right? And, and I, again, I only have one approach here. Yes. It's what I did, and it's what I do, you know. And it, and it sounds slogany, but it's not really. It's just the truth. Is it, I'm still doing these things. Yes. you must do these things plus a little extra Every stuff day. that I did a long time ago, right? But it's it's all the stuff you said. I need to do the H and I. Got to go to meetings. I've Got to be in the fellowship. I got to take and make phone calls, right? I got a prayer. I got to do ten, eleven, and twelve. Live in those disciplines to enlarge and perfect. You know, perfect, enlarge my spiritual <laughs> life certainly. <laughs> well, this I'm always picking and choosing a little bit, right? Bill talks about that, right, in his story about perfecting and enlarging. And so my latest thing is, well, I perfect my spiritual life through nine and then I enlarge it in 10, 11, and 12. And I'm like, does that even make sense? Right. I don't know. But the idea is that I must continue. I got to grow. Grow.
0: I, I, grow. I prefer I grow. grow.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But in this is all hindsight, honey. Like all of recovery is hindsight. The whole game here is hindsight. And that's why we never really arrive in the moment is what I feel, that mm. whole like live in the moment. Well, I just – I don't know that I, I can yet. Uh, my whole experience through life and through service is I can mm. offer you what I had, what I did, mm. what happened, what happens it. now. That's, that's it. The whole game is in hindsight. And that's why it's interesting turning my age because like what I very abundantly realize is all through your twenties and thirties, you feel like you're going somewhere, like there's somewhere to go. You're headed there. And then at 40, you go, oh, fuck, there's nowhere to go. You never arrive. You never arrive. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's kind of AA as well. Like I'm never going to arrive at spiritual perfection. I'm never going to become a great perfect sponsor that just gets everyone to, that's god's job not mine i'm mm. never going to deliver the perfect message i'm never going to be the perfect to anything it's just it's just a learning p- process in hindsight so you know i the do- reality is
1: if if this is as good as it gets okay. i'm okay with that because this is great this mm. is great yeah right i am so like adequate stable i'm nice and boring not yeah. a lot of drama or excitement yeah. and that's what i crave yeah. Right, I crave the adventure. I crave the excitement, and like now, I'm like, I, I just want to be in my pajamas by seven thirty at night.
0: But the truth is that we have grown spiritually. So, oh in my god, hindsight,
2: absolutely, yeah.
0: I know we near perfect, but I've grown spiritually, right? I've grown in understanding and effectiveness in many areas of my life. And I've, I have spiritual growth, right? That's all. That's I'm ticking boxes. Like I'm a 10 in God's eyes just for <laughs> that, right? Like I've killed this shit, you know, I yeah. fucked around and found out I cried this yeah. morning because of my own stupid fault yeah. that I kicked in my own yeah. fucking face.
1: Well, you took back right
0: we are back to god don't worry
1: yeah but
0: it doesn't it's okay i'm still kicking goals and killing it for god because i'm growing spiritually he doesn't need the spiritual perfection i'm not coming at anyone from a moral high top or a spiritual one. I'm not saying Agent X's spiritual virtues are those to be fucking looked upon with awe. I'm not. I'm just a drunk loser who is being kept sober as a result of my willingness to continue this shit, even though it hurts, even though I don't like it. And now I have all this evidence of the result. That's all. That's why I get here and fucking chat about this shit. Yeah?
1: Yeah, and it's it's like we talked about earlier with the sort of trophy sponsorism, you know, that sort of image or holding people up on a pedestal when yes. I sit up there at our big book meeting. And so my, my best buddy in recovery, we have the same first name and the same last initial. <laughs> so everybody thinks it's cute because we're these two loud, enthusiastic big book thumpers. And then, and the shit talk gets back to me. Uh, right. these guys act like they've got no problems. Like this shit doesn't stink. And I'm like, oh my God, I have so many problems. I cannot count them. But the difference is I'm handling with grace. I'm giving them to God. But we –
0: so it looks like arrogance. It looks like spiritual arrogance just because we understand it. It And I understand how that looks. I'm not telling you that I'm better than you. I'm just telling you if you want to try this, it'll fucking work because it works for me, right? (laughs) Yeah. So – and the other thing is that I'm not this enthusiastic the rest of my day. I'm going (laughs) to go fucking – I'm going to go steam clean my carpet and pat my cat. Okay? Like, I'm not... Yeah. It's because... And here's another really important one. There are enough people in the fucking room telling you about their problems. There are enough people complaining about their life and fucking boohooing and crying from the floor. You don't need a message completely of misery, suffering, despair. And that is 90% of the people who talk. They talk about their war stories, which I don't relate to. They talk about their current problems, how they're never fucking going to recover, how they'll always be in recovering, how they just... They'll oh my like God, that nothing's please. okay. And that's, I'm sorry that me being fine, like me recovering is so fucking offensive because you haven't yet. But you, there are plenty of people who can tell you, offer you continued sickness to stay in self, to stay a victim of some disease, which I don't read it as that. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm not going to walk into a cancer ward and be like, I have a disease too. Mine is treated <laughs> altruism and God. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Agent yeah. Fuck you. You know, wow. I'm wild at 9 a.m. Everyone needs to record <laughs> with me at 9 a.m. Mine yesterday, I was like, ah, ah, too. I love recording this early. Hey, guess what? We haven't started reading yet. That's why I'm trying to. All I right. know you want to talk, but we haven't. We're like at time. It's okay.
1: Let's do it. Me
0: and you we have were to read saying. One,
1: I know one paragraph.
0: Me and you were saying no one sentence. Me and you were you were oh. like, I was like, you can basically tune into this podcast the last 15 minutes because that's so, what yeah. we we'll talk about. But it doesn't matter. We just, this is either God shit or it's not. Okay. The inconsistency. We're on page 73, me and you.
1: Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah. You didn't mention that before. Okay. I know because I just, yes, we are.
0: Okay. Okay. The, inconsist- okay. the inconsistency is made worse by the things he does on his sprees. Coming to his senses, he is revolted at certain episodes he vaguely remembers. So I love this part because it was just talking about, uh, to most more than most, alco- the alcoholic leads a double life. I don't know if more than most. I believe we have a... Uh, um, I believe this is the spiritual malady is a human malady that we're all suffering for mm-hmm. that. I yeah. don't know if more than yeah. most, but alcohol does exasperate my catastrophes, right? It does yeah. exasperate like this double Exas- life thing.
1: Exacerbate, right? <laughs>
2: what you're going Did for? Did I say it wrong? <laughs> Close enough.
0: <laughs> oh my god, my best friend says especially, and I just can't bring it. To, I don't. I know she doesn't listen to this podcast because um, okay, my friends are not impressed by me. By the way, you know what I mean. <laughs> No, As especially, and I'm like, I just, mm. I don't know how to maintain this friendship. So I just said exasperate. What, did, what is it?
1: Exacerbate.
2: <gasps> I've been saying it wrong
0: for a really long time. Let's read it together the, again. Okay. Wait, is that word even in here? Or did I just fucking no, make it up wrong? No, you just were
1: riffing. You were riffing oh. when you were talking about how almost everybody on the planet has the spiritual malady, to which I would add. Right? And how it works, it talks about, you know, there are those of grave mental or emotional issues. Isn't that pretty much everybody on the planet, too? <laughs>
2: Certainly everyone who
1: comes into recovery yeah. you either have a diagnosed mental issue or you get grave emotional issues where you feel like killing yourself or, or hopefully dying so I don't have to do the work myself.
0: I read all throughout step three that, like, and even the bedevilments, those aren't alcoholic problems, those are human no. problems. And I still can get it's like bedevilments today is a fact checker. Like, how are you going to oh, sure. Are you having trouble with personal relationships? Oftentimes those are all a yes. Not often, yes. less and less. But, you know, most of the time today I can read those and fact check that I'm not living like that. But I still can because it's that's that human experience, isn't it?
1: Well, there are those annoying people on this planet that aren't living in those bedevilments and already know how to intuitively be of service to their fellow people and have a system of faith. And they weren't alcoholics, right? They figured it out another right. way.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Lots of people reach God outside of of AA, and they're doing that because they needed to. William James in the Variety of Spiritual Experiences talks about Mm. the common thread there is pain. It's suffering. It's fucking needing to tap on your life.
1: Yes. That everybody suffers, and that's how we grow and evolve.
0: So... I like this part. To most people, uh, the alcoholic leads a double life. He's very much the actor to the outer world. He likes to present a star- stage character. Mm. Absolutely, that was me. I, I am a chameleon, but also I can be whoever it is you want me to be for a short period of time. So I didn't relate to when people are like, I never fit in anywhere. I'm like, bitch, I can fit in literally everywhere. Yeah. Watch me now. Mm. You know? Oh, you said something earlier yeah. about my virtues and my defects, right? And, th- and what I read in step seven is it says, I have to give both of those to God because I will use oh, yes. virtues to manipulate you.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Why do you think I look like this? This is all manipulation, dude. I <laughs> can keep women away from me because I'm a little bit scary and manipulate men. Mm. Like, that is, these are virtues mm. that are used for mm. manipulation. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't get to run a, a relationship on my own accord anymore. I have tapped out completely because I fail. I just use people to give me what I want. Full fucking stop. Of course. And, and I can't have a relationship with another human being without God today because I fucking suck at it. I'm a selfish self-centered manipulator. That's who and what I am.
1: That's. I mean, that's – I'm sorry. I'll resist going back to the bedevilment. Let's go on. <laughs>
0: So more than most people, that's my double life, right? I am one person to one way, one to the other. I want to enjoy a certain reputation, but I know in my heart I don't deserve it. The inconsistency is made worse by the things that I do in my sprees. And a lot of that Mm. was the way that I would tell other people how to parent while drunk driving my babies. You know what I mean? Like telling you how how to live while fucking drinking myself to death. Like this self-righteous indignation is my strong suit. I Mm. love self-righteousness anger i love anything self-righteous i love being better than other people you know it's called a self-loathing narcissist in my head where i believe Mm. i'm better than you well also simultaneously the worst person in the world it's a fucked Mm. up place to be. i'm laying in the gutter trying to look down on you that's what this this (laughs) sentence means to me
1: i will i will never forget being in the face of one of my best friends and poking him in the chest and letting him know what a terrible problem he had with drinking. This is about two years before I got sober, right? Mm -hmm. You have this problem. You need to do something about it. And he said, well, I think you've got this problem too. And we're talking about you, right? I mean, the the crazy (laughs) hubris, right?
0: I just covered my eyes because you just reminded me of something so embarrassing that, um, Mm. I have an aunt who also drinks too much. And I told her Mm -hmm. daughter, I was like, your mom just fucking drinks too much. And her reply, Mm -hmm. because she's so beautiful. (laughs) She is like this lovely Christian human who just Uh. got the Jesus thing and behaves well. You know what I mean? She's so beautiful. She's one of those people who doesn't seem restless, irritable, discontent in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, her response is, I don't like the way most people in our family drink. And I was like, (gasps) you know, this is the height of my alcoholism, the height of my alcoholism. And I had the audacity to point out that her mom was drinking too much. Like, like you just said that. And it just made me cover my eyes. Like, oh my God, I'm telling you how to fix your problems while swimming up to my eyeballs, drowning Mm -hmm. in my own, you know? What a um, wonderful
1: story though <laughs> so great <laughs> <laughs> that's god speaking through her to deliver that line that you needed to hear
0: and so beautifully and softly yeah. because yeah. i still have a problem with criticism i it's interesting how i feel the need to criticize others when you say anything remotely critical about anything in my life i will burn this fucking house down i will burn yeah. the house down and it's it's funny um I was talking to a, hus- a wife who I knew was married to someone in the program, and sh- and I was mm. like, well, you know, it sounds like you were really criticizing him. And I was like, how did you feel last time your husband criticized you? And she just mm. instantly went there, and she goes, oh, the last time I felt that like you criticized me, I threw my wedding ring at him and packed my bags." Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's super weird. That's super weird. You don't like it. You know, like, I don't <laughs> – fuck, man. And so when I realized that whole criticism thing, like I cannot be criticized uh, in a in any way productively, and then having those little people who are able to show you yourself without harming you like that, I think mm. is pretty fucking brilliant. Uh, here's a fun fact for anyone who's married and and not really sure about the criticism thing: ask your partner for the weekend to point out every time you criticize them. Ask them. Say you have permission yeah, I'm not this weekend. Do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's not gonna happen it's so
0: cute all right for other people if you want you want to know what happened when someone told me to do that i i I couldn't even speak the whole weekend because i realized almost every fucking statement out of my mouth was about to be a criticism we just sat there in silence for fucking three days (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and I'm not um, going to bring it up now, but what you said just made me think of another great line from the Twelve and Twelve. But I will shoot it to you on the side. Okay, you can chew on. <laughs>
0: because we're all, we're I'm, totally out of time. Again, this happens yeah. every single time. It's okay, uh, coming to his senses, he was revolted at certain mm. episodes. He vaguely remembers. That's cute. I was just revolted at a certain episode. I mm-hmm. vaguely remembered. Um, these memories are a nightmare. And I guess we can stop there because that's enough to talk about. The truth is, is like, I can't do this shit on my own and I can't will better behavior. I think that's the takeaway from the sentences I tried. I tried to use my good qualities, my bad qualities. I tried everything I could to be happy on self-will and I failed miserably. You know what I mean? So when we just get here out of a step four, it's like, maybe it's because you fucking failed at life. You just suck. Everything I did, I got the opposite result of what I wanted, which is still true today.
1: Yeah. Well I better have that conclusion by the time I'm moving from four into five. Yeah. Right? If I did it, if I did it thoroughly and honestly as as we're told to do, yeah. This has gotta be my conclusion. And all the pages before that I better be true with as well. I need to realize how selfish and self seeking and dishonest and inconsiderate I am. Yeah. And that was like I was I was starting to say a little bit earlier. I that's when I first to myself said, I think I'm having a psychic change because when I was able to write down Selfishness, self-seeking, etc. On my forty pages, single space typed, fourth step that I wrote, you know, Beautiful. all that shit had carried with me, and I owned that. I never had done that. In my, I didn't even conceive of it. No, you know, no therapists. Others were wrong.
0: You, you're not going to pay yeah. for that. Exactly. Hell
1: no. Others were wrong. I was clear that I was living in the first three columns of an unwritten fourth step.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, but those final columns. I mean, I really felt God coming in then. And-
0: I say that you begin to have a spiritual experience at the end of your inventories whether that's at the end of 4 or at the end of 5 because everyone does this a little bit differently and I don't think it matters as long as at the end of your inventories you begin to mm. wake up. Now for me yeah. it was it was really painful. I actually felt suicidal after the end of that cuz cuz I didn't have the solution yet. All I had was a lot of evidence that I am the reason that I'm so miserable. But it, to to me today that is the greatest thing that has ever been bestowed on me. Like I said, I l- kicked the ball i laid down and watched it kick me in the fucking face okay god Mm. didn't do this god's not punishing me and the other person involved wasn't punishing me either nobody's out to get me nobody's out to hurt me it's me and my fucking big ideas you know without Mm. god i'm in pain and it's just the way it is but you know we're growing spiritually kicking goals trying our fucking best out here trying to help people Mm. that's it that's all we're doing here and uh, if you'd like to come on and read a, with the book with me, I always need people to, <sighs> to read with me and just bullshit, you know, a uh, requirement is that you've completed your steps and are living 10, 11, and 12 or not. I don't know. Like uh, someone yeah. can come on and just tell me how living suburbs has changed your life. Russell Brand, <sighs> if you want to come, yeah. you just fucking call me, Russell. You have your guy call my guy, which is mine because I have no ego. So
1: <laughs> which I'm is going to start a hashtag movement. Right. right Russell, Russell, go talk to bond. Asian
0: X. Come
1: on. Yep. Russell.
0: It's a movement. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. That's on the book. Uh, reach out at that's on the book at hotmail.com. Please share around. Give me a little, you know, review. I just want to be helpful without like being involved. So I don't want to share this around. I don't, most of my friends don't even know this is me. My, ne- my niece the other day just goes, are you agent X? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> <How fun. laughs> so like, you know i don't want me involved because just by appearance i may turn people off you know what i mean like mm. you no know, fuck that lady so um
1: can't change your message right now
0: message stays the same so thank you That's guys right. so and thank you so much for being on with me and Derek sober i will see you all next week Dude, have you
2: even read the fucking book?